some other man's warmth. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make a man out of you, or it won't. Dude, so one of the skits I've been working on is about how I suspect my mom was a witch doctor mm-hmm. based on, like, she used to, like, collect animal skulls and stuff. Like, it, oh, look at this poor skull. So, and then, like, she's always into these naturally. So I started piecing together this skit, right? And I was like, it's getting close. It's almost done. And when Matt and I were walking through the yard today, I totally forgot. At one point, she had bought this huge cauldron to use as a fire pit. And we fucking <laughs> found it in the woods. And I was like, yes, I got the missing piece. I just put it all together. Oh, my God. <laughs> cauldron. So These are you. insane. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's amazing what you can find at the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's take a look here. Stand by. Miss Dola, how do you sparkle like a shiny new toy? I know I'm just an eight-year-old lonesome cowboy. My only wish this Christmas is that I could call you baby. Then a stroke of genius hit me. Got to thinking maybe that if I had a hat made of mistletoe, I would wear it everywhere I go. When I got the chance, daughter, I pull you in the clothes. If I had a hat made of mistletoe, <laughs> wow. Every Slick. time you get in charge of music, you mess something up. That was, a, that was, that was such a smooth fade out. <laughs> so uh, just a little bit of uh, the wonderful lead-in song that we heard reminded me of uh, a little cartoon that I saw this week, and it was uh, a toad riding a missile. <laughs> saw that. <laughs> it was the missile toad. It was hilarious. <laughs> so... Uh, well, welcome to the, uh, I guess we're going to call it the uh, kind of Christmassy episode. We've got our Christmas tree on the old oak table here. Officially, it's episode 73 Yep. of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, and we are ready to roll. Mark is uh, down south taking care of some family business, family first, and uh, the rest of us are here ready to go. And this will be the final episode of 2021. 21. Mm-hmm. Not sure. 2010. Okay. All right. <laughs> just want to make sure. So um, just uh, sit down, buckle your seatbelt, crack your little eggnog. Be ready mm-hmm. because uh, we are actually wearing our captain hats tonight, which means there's going to be some serious. Topics coming at you. Mm-hmm. Well, we're now we're qualified. That's to right. Talk on Fully certain, qualified captains. Certain issues about clean water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the lack thereof. Well, if, it's all about if there's an area with manatee turds floating. Is it clean water? You've been bad. So here's the scoop. Mm-hmm. All you get for Christmas is manatee poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you what, it's thick on the romaine. Mm-hmm. Oof. I can't wait to make that a quote and have like just the picture of your head at the <laughs> and, like put it on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, probably. Yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. Like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, adventures. Where 
has has anybody been anywhere? No, Jameson, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You did I mean, some hunt, hunting things. Sure, yeah, I went and did hunting things and went and visited some folks, but this isn't a hunting podcast, so I won't bore anybody with the details. But I didn't really kill anybody. I was going to say, there weren't <laughs> details to bore people with. You That's sat right. in a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Spend I didn't. A little sit time in, a tree. in the woods, a little quality time. Nice. Not this most recent time. Stalking? Just kind of hung out. I like it. Jameson just needed some alone time in the woods. Mm, yeah. With no other person or animal. They're around. just, you know, into the wild. Mm-hmm. Just the, go out uh, there to find myself. <laughs> I was listening to Theo Vaughn on Rogan the other day, and it was like, it was filmed, recorded in like September, October, and Rogan was like, it's September. This is like Christmas for me. He's like, it's when the ruts go on. And Theo goes, is that where the animals are in the woods doing sex? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> the animals in the woods doing He's like, sex. Is that where the animals are doing the sex? <laughs> oh my gosh. Doing the thing, man. Um, I had a little bit of a, a road trip. Well, you know, that's what I was going to bring up. You know, um, it's very rare that Carl leaves his zip code. Mm-hmm. Um, leaves my block. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, no, you run down to the liquor store. Yeah, well, yeah. It's off the block. Gas station. <laughs> you can That's see it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can see it, yeah. You can still see it from the shop. Like, yeah. Yeah. I could hit it with a stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, I went to the so, uh, first um, Simple Skiff demo day. Where where did that take place? Ruskin. So, backside of Tampa, like on Tampa Bay. Okay. On the Little Manatee. On, on south, southeast of Tampa. Yeah. Southeast side of the bay. Mm-hmm. There for a second, I thought you'd gone back over towards St. Pete. Almost, I ha- I did actually pop into St. Pete. Did w- were there like fucking like roadblocks set up, alarms yeah. going off? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. oh shit, Carl Fest. Right, he's got that same damn truck. There he is. <laughs> um, I didn't I, knowing what roads I was on and how long I'd been on them. I still got lost. Like, knowing exactly where I was going, everything is completely different. They're, it's so built up. Like, the actual area. I'd, like, lived on these, like, right. these few blocks. You know what I mean? For years and you're like, and where am I? No idea. Like, if you had dropped me from a from a spaceship right there, I would wander around for a while. Yeah. Trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Um, but, yeah, Ruskin was awesome. We actually went for Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Uh, it was the Thursday there, and then the demo day was the following Friday, and kind of like a little bit t- through the weekend. Um, so, uh, Mike's mom actually lives on the water back there on the river, and there's a little public boat ramp right there, so we just kind of used like her house as, as uh, headquarters, and just ran up and down like to like a little neighborhood ramp. Mm-hmm. And it went really well. I mean, it was fun. It was really. It was a super nice weekend. It was nice and warm. You know, it wasn't didn't get windy or nasty or anything. So we just had like the run of the place. It wasn't really busy. Um, I guess there's bigger and easier to get to ramps. Right. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, people won't go back to the neighborhood to go find that one. So we you know put the boat in and took it out like fifty times or something. Um, tra- boat trailers. Not cool. No? Awful. Well, it's, a, it's like a shop trailer. Right. We don't have a new trailer to come in for that one yet, so we're like, we'll just chuck it on here. That's not the idea. Everybody knows what a trailer looks like, right? Right. 
we'll just chuck it on here. It, between leaving, it went down to Fort Lauderdale and went to go get aluminum work at Dustin and all that kind of stuff down there. Right. Uh, one bearing blew up on the way there. Did that on the side of the highway. Two nuked on the way to back up to Tampa. I put it back together Sunday night, Monday night, something like that. Oh, Monday night. Because we waited. I waited around to see if there was like a dealer with a trailer. Because they have them online. They're like, yeah, in stock, in stock, let's go. They don't really have them. They want you to come in and order one. Right. So we're just going to buy a new trailer, put it on, and take it home. Um, None of those panned out. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back and like fix this thing. Like hopefully fix it right. And I did a 50 mile an hour drive from Tampa to Fort Lauderdale. Oof. On 27. I recorded the best fuel mileage I've ever got in my life. <laughs> At 50, they do pretty good. Yeah. And um, passed a major milestone. Like yeah, 350,000 miles on that trip as if I wasn't like nervous enough. And it was like, you know, it was like dark. It was like way later than I wanted to be on the road. 27 doesn't have anything on it anyways. Right. So Certainly I'm, not any street lights. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just cruising along. Just and you then, and just you and the orange trees. Right. And it and that's actually the best part of that trip. I couldn't I didn't recognize anything anywhere except for twenty seven. The same gas station, the same person's probably working there. It's no dirtier, no cleaner, no newer, no older. Like everything is the Fro- precise frozen the in time. Yeah. I mean it's not even like worn out and old and like depressing. It's like I remember that place from 20 years ago or like whatever and it's the same name you yeah know, it's, it's awesome it's got the subway yeah it's got yeah it, sandwich shop is part of the gas exactly. station yeah exactly the uh so that was kind of cool but yeah went went down there and then came back up so that was a it's like a 700 something mile day oh so my god fort lauderdale to tampa tampa to fort lauderdale to fort lauderdale to daytona Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and that's a public service announcement from Carl. Right. Kids, check your bearings in your trailer. That's right. Just bring a ton of them. Dozens. Dozens <laughs> of bearings in the back of your truck. <laughs> pallet. Buy them by the pallet. So was it was it a factor of just hadn't been greased up, ready to go and hit the road? or No, I, I actually greased it up myself. I think they were old. You know, they were just old and worn out when we left. And then slamming them on the trailer on the side of the road, like, really isn't the way. You know, usually, like, you got to get home and, like, put them back in and whatever. But it was too, there was too much going on too soon to, like, take the second to put them back in. Right. So we just kept throwing them on the side of the road, like, grass and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how a bearing is supposed to function. Yeah. yeah. Sprinkle a little sand on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good for it. <laughs> just take it, blow, blow it off. You know. Did you have any grease with your bearings? You, you, <laughs> you clearly blow off the bearings. bearings. No, but. yeah. The um, the the last time on the way down there, the long ride, I got like the best, craziest grease. I mean, I was like dipping my finger in them <laughs> in tractor supply, like not sticky enough, not gnarly enough. This doesn't smell bad enough. Like I want grease to end all grease. Like I want to leave here smelling like grease. What color was it? Gold. 
It's oh, a rotella, yeah. like crazy rotella. Yeah, yeah. It's just gnarly stick. You could dip your finger and like stretch your arm completely out and there'd be like a it's, string. It's the stuff that was inside of Stretch Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I said, this gr- grease alone will get me there. Yeah. Pack it in just around some type of bearing. Just go for it. Yeah, the buddy bearing plastic cap yeah. and that <laughs> grease. No bearings. Still made it. Like, it's no it's big been deal. rolling jam, there. Jam it in there. Yeah, so that was my uh, my road adventure. Uh, fishing was kind of just out because it was demo day and like people were there and running around in the boat. Um, so you've got uh, that thirty Tahatsu tiller, yeah. on that first setup. How mm-hmm. how how's the performance on the Fantastic, series? really good. Um, Those are really precise numbers. I appreciate yeah. that review. Nailed. Yeah, <laughs> dope. Ten it hauls balls. Hauls balls. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> no, just 32 with two people and a couple rods. We'll take a gas. Okay. So, I mean, like, probably about... Oh, we had a cooler on it, too. So, probably about where you'd be yeah. actually fishing. Uh-huh. Like, 31, 32. Pretty easy. And it was right out of the gate. Like, I jumped on thinking, okay, like, we're going to have to raise the motor up, drop it down, screw with this, screw with that. It was just twist the throttle and go. I'm like, oh, that's made for an easy morning. Did you make any technical, like, uh, cuts and turns? How's it dig in? Yeah, good. It, it, it works really well. The, it won't, the surprising thing about that, the motor and that prop, the part that I was like, man, that's crazy. It's just an aluminum Tahatsu prop. Mm-hmm. Factory prop. And we went on the, you know, we went on the site and did the little configurator and there's the oh, it's this one but it's made by a different company. So we went to their site and did the same thing, a little configurating thing. Oh, no, that's for sure. That's the one. And I'm like, mm, still skeptical-ish, because usually they're like lower end, right? They're not great. That thing was held on and held on and held on. It was really, really hard to like get it to like cavitate or blow out or like whatever. You could just kind of keep going. I mean, I guess like as uncomfortable as you wanted to be, just whipping around in like circles and stuff and just do keep it. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it was, yeah, it was, a, I think there was a little bit of a luck out with not having a, at least like an adjustment or a different prop size or something like that. It's, that's always the way it's always gotta be, but yeah, yeah it was well, twist and go. I had that. So I, after I spun my prop at the dinghy derby, mm-hmm. I finally got a upgraded to a stainless and, um, put it on and, sat there and didn't run the boat for like a month after I had the new prop. Uh, but I finally ran it, and I think I need to go to a, a pitch down. I'm at an 11 pitch. I need like a 10, I think. So always adjusting. Mm-hmm. That's what life is. That's mm-hmm. right. Always something. Adjustments and So changes. since I can't return it, if anybody needs an 11 pitch stainless steel soulless prop for a 15 horse Mercury, let me know. That's a... Really it's a rare bird. So I, I know. <laughs> it's a rare bird. <laughs> I ran. I literally. I ran it one time, mm-hmm. and then I contacted the company, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't take it back because now it's technically used and this and that." Cool. The only time I've messed with that stuff. You're telling that technically their propolator program sucks. Yeah, I bought it on eBay. So oh, okay. Really oh, I thought you. No, I, this like some kind of dealer or something. Mm-mm. No, the. Uh, I bought an Evinrude mm, 2007 and they had those sets like these huge sets of propellers that they just send you out with uh, you know you'd get your 
range, like the you know you pick like the middle or the higher or whatever, and just keep swapping them out, swapping them out, swapping them. Just pull the boat up to like a little piece of beach, put the next one on, you know, read the RPM, see how fast you're going off and stuff. They're all spray painted like different colors or maybe like powder coated, I guess. Right. And they're made to not be able to resell. So they are actually purposefully like 100 RPM off of what you actually want. So you're like, you get, you know, you say, okay, this plus 100 okay, that's the one that I want, and you order it in. And I've, that's the only time I've ever seen that anywhere. I've never seen that, like, master set. Ever, wow. like, yeah, that's that. crazy. Yeah. But you could, like, get, you could, you know, you had to cut, you cut out. Because bigger, bigger motor, they're expensive. You cut out buying, like, I don't know, five times over if you're not lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or twice yeah. if you're really lucky. You cut all that out. And it was like a free, free service. It just let you do what you want. Pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Evan. Jameson with a little <laughs> Did you find a midge? Winter? Yeah, I found a midge in the carpet with my big toe. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barbless? We yeah, I, th- I think it was, No, it has a barb. It went barb deep, but... You know what's funny? I want to say... I saw those and I knew that would happen. Six or seven <laughs> months ago when those came in, Mark dropped one. He was like, oh, shoot. I can't find it. <laughs> Hopefully we're good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I dropped one too at one point. So okay, I don't know, maybe it's the one I dropped or more. Maybe, did, but well, that, that one's sharp. It it'll it'll catch a trout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little tickle. It'll tickle a pickle. The uh, those aren't for us. We don't need to be trusted with stuff that small. <laughs> uh, I right. thought it was like a sand spur when it mm-hmm. hit me. I was when like, it first tickled you. Yeah. But anyway, so the tell us about the parade, man. The boat parade. It was the, it was the New Smyrna Beach. New Smyrna Beach boat parade. Um, I wouldn't say anything like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the one year we all went, there was like a couple really just wows. Um, there's a center console. Mm-hmm. That had Santa fighting a tarpon. He was like towing it. The tarpon was like on a boat. Oh, it, like on a little walking. dinghy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like he strung lights from like whatever his like tow line was. So yeah. it just looked like he was like hooked up. Um, that was kind of neat. They shot fireworks. And they shot fireworks too. to get everyone's attention. Right, yeah. It was, I was like, if someone's paid oh, attention really the year on. before, they right. put the effort in for sure. Um, the police boats were actually decorated yeah. and like. Knocking like sirens and stuff, mm-hmm. and had a bunch of people yell "Merry Christmas" off their boat. Um, it's pretty insane the amount of time and effort. There was some the baby Jesus. What was crazy is like the, you know, we've already had the regular Christmas parade, mm-hmm. and then tonight with the boat parade, the amount of cars parked freaking everywhere mm-hmm. it, it was a big deal it was like, there was tons of people was, down yeah there. it was packed. and the, the crazy thing is and i know it was dark it was hard to see it almost looked like there was a car per person there <laughs> right. like there was i was like where did how did the, all these people like these that they've got three kids they all had to ride together but it was like there's there were cars there's never cars just parked on your street right and they were just went. Oh, they were down. like all the way back. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um, the the regular street parade that brings the 
the people out, man. Way, way less than this thing did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because well, yeah. I get, if you remember with COVID last year, I think that someone was saying there was only four boats in the parade last year. Yeah. And I remember Tim Williams saying the same thing. And this year was like 40-some boats. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a lot of boats. You had to have some wow factor mm-hmm. to be in this parade. We were talking about it. You couldn't just throw, you know, some lights on the boat. You had to have, like, a theme. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Something big. The funny one, Riverdeck did a... The guy kept saying, we have baby Jesus on the boat. Don't you put it on Riverdeck. He I, was just calling out Riverdeck. Okay. Somebody mentioned the words river deck on the microphone and kept saying, we have baby Jesus. I don't know. He like he kept asking the crowd if they could see can the you baby see it? on the front of his pontoon boat that's 110 yards away and covered in lights. And covered in, in a billion lights. And I, like, Jameson and I actually looked at it and we're like, dude, it, like I can't see a thing. It's mm. probably not even in there. Mm. I could barely see him. It, yeah, and it, it was funny. I was like, you almost need an arrow that just says, Jesus is here. <laughs> There's nowhere to look. <laughs> and he said it. funny. He said it. So so many the, times. The stretch, you know, that they cross in front of us. Yeah. He had to have said it at least 20 times in that little stretch. Easy. That, that Easy. Like a loudspeaker. Yeah. yeah. He had, he had a, awesome. like a, a PA on the boat. He said that one time. The only boat with baby Jesus. Yeah. This is the only boat with baby Jesus. <laughs> real baby. <laughs> so funny. I remember the sport fishes kind of do it big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one that had it wrapped up, the uh, outriggers that looked pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It like had like icicles dripping down. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But it's a good should, time. Maybe we can do it next year. We if we, Yeah, we could do it. Uh, we got to, but we got to go big. Like we can't half-ass it. Let's it's dress be... up a boat like a trailer. Right. But, like lit. Okay. Like, come through, it's lit. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like these fancy Christmas tree lights. Yeah. Something similar to that. Okay. Taylor Popper. Just a bunch of, like, PVC and, like, I don't know. What do you make that crap out of? PVC and, like, I don't know. Probably stretch some kind of plastic over yeah, something. Yeah, that or, like, sheets or whatever and then spray paint it. And yeah. Wouldn't be that hard. Put a generator in there. Yeah. Light up a light to grab. Sick. A generator. <laughs> Can't have a lot of lights. We're talking about like 16 foot boats here. That's oh, right. Two, th- 36 volt trolling motor mm-hmm. system, baby. It'll be mm-hmm. all right. I said deep cycles. You're trying to win, man? Or what we do is um, we see how many 16 foot skiffs that we can put on like. Say five foot to seven foot tow lines between each of them, and the front boat is the only one running its motor. Got to see if it can tow everything fast enough to stay at parade, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. speed. And then each skiff is like the back of a sea monster, Ooh. and so as you're Oh, yeah. like winding yes. back and forth. It looks like a, a, a serpent okay. through the water. That's it's pretty cool. Snake. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's real good. I thought you were going to yeah. say reindeer. Scare the, like, scare the right. shit out of the kids for mm-hmm. Christmas. Right. Well, Just play like Halloween music. <laughs> well, and <laughs> yeah. Halloween music and then the front mouth 
we can just get something like with sparklers in it. Just like, yeah. No, flamethrower. Flamethrower. Full, for, for sure. Call Elon. Right. We need one. Yeah. Full, full flames. That the, reminds um, me. Ben and I were, were conversing at the event that there was uh, there was some folks out there that were not following the uh, waterway regulations as far as wake and no-wake zones. Oh, really? With their lights. There were some people hauling with their lights on. Well, they knew that the cops were all tied up. I guess so. Coats. No, they, they, were, they were in the parade. They were just yeah. like, oh. They were underway. Right. Maybe they had... Trying to keep up. Probably. Trying to keep up with the... Keep the parade down to one hour. Well, the manatees are away from the bridge at night if there's a boat parade. So That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's the time of year. Yeah. They're all down at the power plant getting free lettuce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like getting that government cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, I went out and fished the other afternoon and uh, took Wyatt's little... Hobie Power Skiff, just, you know, figured I'd do a little uh, afternoon sesh. And when I got to the ramp at CNS, ran into uh, one of the guides that I know and uh, talked to him. And he he gave like a very down, Debbie Downer um, forecast. He was like, man, it was great over the weekend, but like it really shut down the last two or three days. I don't know what's going on. It just it sucked. Um, I pulled into a spot and immediately found a couple of redfish and immediately fucked up a cast and then never saw any more redfish. So I'm, I second his, you know, fucking <laughs> assessment. Uh, it sucked. It's really weird and mild right now. And was it when, was it in that yeah, era? Yeah. Cause it was a couple pretty cool days. Yeah. It was and nice. It just went really like, it was kind of hot in the middle yeah, of the day. It was, yeah. It was, it was probably like low 80s or whatever and I went like middle of the day but when I got finished went back to the ramp and I got to do some adjusting on that trailer that trailer's fucking pain in the ass Mm -hmm. to put that boat on just the rollers are too high so if you miss the roller it fucking knocks it off on one side or the other Um, so I was frustrated and fucking fighting to get the boat on the trailer and I took turned the key off pulled the lanyard from the safety switch put it in the little uh pelican box that i keep all that shit in and i set it on the bed of the truck and even said out loud to myself don't forget that (laughs) then i went back strapped down the transom got in the truck sure as shit forgot about it drove the 15 minutes home as soon as i unhitched as I'm unhitching the fucking trailer, I'm looking. My eyeballs are right at the level where that box used to be. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't remember putting that box in the fucking cab. So I go and dive into the cab and look. Nope. Nope. Back seat. Nope. Nope. I'm like, fuck. So I unhook and I call Shannon. I said, uh, not even coming inside. Got to go look for something I just lost. And I hauled ass all the way back down A1A, looking the whole way. Nothing. Get to the ramp, nothing. Drive north, nothing. And I'm like, this is going to be such a pain in the ass because now I'm going to have to get a key for the fucking motor. My registration's in the fucking box. The nav lights that I got for the boat are in there. Like, it's just, it's going to be a shit show. It's not even my boat. It's my kid's boat, right? And uh, so uh, 
the next morning, like mid-morning-ish, I got like a fucking text from a number that I didn't recognize that had a screen capture from one of the uh, Facebook groups. It's like, uh, I think it's called Newsy News. Um, New Smyrna Beach in Edgewater. It's like, you know, like the neighborhood, you know, what, what the, you know, everybody gossiping about what's going on. You know, like, hey, if anybody knows Larry Luttrell, found his box on A1A and I dropped it off at, you know, the little store there in Bethune Beach. And I was like, holy shit. And uh, called the little store. He was like, yep, got it here. It's like, all right, going to Orlando for the day. I'll be back over. Went down. Sure enough, they had that, had it there. Everything was in there. Um, so, good karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely saved the day. Um, and the coolest thing is that store, and it's slipping my mind the name of it. Um, Needful things. It's yeah, on the like left that. as you're going south to the CNS ramp. They actually make sandwiches there, um, boar's head meats and cheeses, and they also have hot dogs, and it's a a husband and wife that are running the place, and the wife makes homemade chili and sells chili dogs. It's like that kind of chili. I was like, I will be seeing you Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. soon. Fucking homemade chili dog. Sounds Mm -hmm. really good. Nice little, I'll tell you that much. Nice little boat lunch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's about half a dozen of those things in the lagoon for the day. Get your your nitrates up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that make for a good, good pole. Some meat sweats, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you go find you some leaf. (laughs) Um, when we went to Orlando on the way back. Shannon had me listen to a podcast that she listens to from time to time. Have you guys heard of the Smartless podcast? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Um, Jason Bateman. Yep. Oh, I know that. Yeah. The uh, actor guy. The actor gu- mm-hmm. guy. Um, most recently, I guess, uh, what is it, Arkansas? Um, Ozark. 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 Yeah. Um, and then he's got a, a buddy of his that's in shows also. And it's pretty neat. They kind of like start their show. They're just like kind of like like us, just mm-hmm. sitting around bullshitting. And then they'll bring a guest in. And then after they interview the guest, they like bullshit a little bit about that and just in general. And then it's over. It's not a very long podcast. Right. Their guest was Tony Hawk. Oh, Tony. Cool, yeah. And uh, I would highly recommend if... Even if you never skated, Mm -hmm. the Tony Hawk uh, Smartless podcast was freaking epic, like funny as fuck. Mm -hmm. And just like it totally blows your mind when you hear kind of like his little story, Mm -hmm. Uh, because there was stuff that I thought I knew a lot about Tony Hawk until we listened to this. And I was like, holy shit. Dude bought his first house when he was still in high school. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing. So he's. He's not super old, but he, he started so young. He's probably been in, like, the professional level. Oh, yeah, he's like been in the game. Yeah. Longer than, I yeah. mean, who else can do that? Yeah. Football players that don't play at 
50 something right. since right. there were 11 or yeah. so you know what I mean yeah. like at a professional level 12 or whatever yeah. Was, you know? yeah I think he was like 13 or 14 when he that's insane got Discovered. pro status yeah. yeah and he's 53 now that's, that's he still crazy. does events I don't know if he like like competes, oh he doesn't compete no. but I, he does like you know he still does stuff yeah well mm-hmm. he owns you know a freaking company with a team and you know just pretty pretty wild so okay guys um internet question time no not no we haven't made it that far um do we want to dive into some of the hot topics of the the evening or well uh, since we've talked about it kind of being like that christmasy time of year yeah Mm -hmm. um ben what's your Christmas wish, like what? What's what are you hoping to get for Christmas? Okay, so I, I actually thought of something for the first time today, on the way here, and I was like, you know what I want for Christmas? I want a listening collar for my dog, because he's really good. He's come a super long way, built up the trust from being abused, and I think it's like the last little bit to help like round him out. Because like if we hadn't have. To the point, like, if we hadn't have been going to the boat parade, I was going to ask you, like, hey, can I bring Ty to come hang out and then come? Because he's, like, that chill and mellow now. And he's, like, he's good around people now, but I didn't want to put him around hundreds of people. But, like, just little simple stuff, like trying to train him to start getting off the couch and sleep in his bed and stuff like that. Um, so listening collar slash invisible fence collar, something right along that line. You do all like the GPS stuff these days too. Yeah, it's kind of neat. That stuff gets expensive. That's. I mean, I love them, but I don't love them like three grand <laughs> worth of collars. Is it really that much I money? No, you can get into it for you know, seven, eight hundred bucks. But damn, I'm in like the two hundred dollar range is yeah, where I think yeah. I kind of want to live and hang out. Yeah, you don't need the GPS one unless you're like you know, or not hunting, hunting. Weird, yeah. yeah, yeah, tracking something or whatever. So. Yeah. Carl, what about you? I don't know. What do you get a guy that's got everything? You know what I mean? I have no idea. More sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Uh, Yeah. Just keep it coming. (laughs) (laughs) No clue. I haven't even thought of it. Your two front teeth? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... Fishing gear? I mean, what does everybody else like? Fishing gear and... So, like, what what kind of fishing gear would be on your list? Do you use fishing gear? Or? Zebco. No, it's just a collect. Yeah, for my collection, <laughs> dust collection, the dust, the, mm-hmm. the dusty collection. Mm-hmm. I uh, I definitely need to go up in rod size. Okay. Because I don't, you know, like I, mine stop at like nine. I don't have any like. You don't have a ten. No, and it would be like pretty rare, obviously, like around here. It's not something you use all the time. Right. Really nice to know that you have one for, you know, a a trip or like whatever. Cobia season. Yeah, off the beach. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah, we're like, hey, Carl, you want to go fish cobia for ten ten or twelve? You're like six weight chronicles. We have motherfucker. Let's go. go. (laughs) Should bring my seven weight. Let's fucking go. Other seven. Other seven. Who? I can't remember who it was. I saw somebody on Instagram just join the Six Weight Chronicles bandwagon. Oof. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's a it's a guy. In three weeks, Jameson and I are going up to Tennessee. 
There you go. And uh, going musky fishing, you're not invited. Nope. <laughs> go with the six weight. Let me know how that goes. Um, we did plan a little cannonball run for our little Tennessee soiree. We have. Oh, yeah? Because Jameson's going to be in Gatlinburg. Uh-huh. And Sampling all of the good moonshine. 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 I'm gonna be getting and he was like, we're like, are you going to come over for the day? He's like, I don't have a car. And Shane's like, Ben will go get you. And I was like, let me pull it up. It's only like an hour and 50 minutes away. Uh-huh. So I'll go over one evening, grab J-Mo, come back to the house for like 24 hours, and then you go drop him back off. Okay. Oh, it's it's grown. Because it was just for the evening. And have me back in the morning, but. Well, that's what I just said that. No, you, no, said, you said 24 hours. hours. That's fine. Whatever. You know why he said that? Because he's thinking bachelor party. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Don't no. worry, Ben. The hangover. I will kidnap no. you so it's... much harder than you kidnap me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Um, however, whatever allotment of time we get Jameson from his guests, we're going to wrangle him and get him in on this. Okay. Um, no, it's someone who goes to the fly, who does a lot of the fly tie nights at Harry Goods. I've met him like one time. Start, it's not, his name's not Lloyd, but it's. It's around there, but he's a six week chronicles guy now. Mm. With his T bores and we should start probably a trend try to get something. The opposite. Like use like twelve weights on little tiny fish. On fish. You know. Yeah, little tarpon. Seven inch fish. Mm-hmm. Well it is tarpon season. Twelve weight chronicles. Brook trout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got Brook trout set, or bust. Yeah. Set it. Mend it. <laughs> Mend it now. You'd like flick the rod and <laughs> I think you probably could use a twelve weight as a ten car rod for you know creaking. Yeah. For sure. Euro nipper. That's right. Ooh. We know a guy in Nashville who's into that. What about you, Jameson? Carl doesn't want anything. He he mm-hmm. already has Can everything. I have Carl's gift? <laughs> what, what? Yeah, what two gifts you want? No, I only want one. I need a, a larger cooler um, for transporting meat. Meats. Dope. Like a James Coleman 120. You're on the meat? Yeah. Big. Uh, Got to haul the sausage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a big one. But Get yeah, all that meat that's, on your That's girl. really it. That's, Have that's you ever really been frisked for hauling the sausage? <laughs> Uh, I invoke my Fifth Amendment right to uh, not answer that question. Wise man. But yeah, no, that's that's it for me. Um, fishing gear is nice, but I've I've gotten to the point where I have a pretty steady stable of, mm-hmm. of fishing gear, and you know I, I don't need it at this point. All the stuff I have works. It's not you know eight hundred dollar rods each one of them, but right, I like them. I might need some new lines soon. The lines are going. Oh, that's a... If, I, you, if you say lines, that's ex- that gets expensive. No, I know. Yeah, it's, like, I'm not expecting somebody to buy me lines. Going, going but gift cards to buy lines, I do expect yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's always something. Like, if you were just shopping, if you had somebody in your life that fished and didn't know what to get, like Carl, Tippet, Line, mm-hmm. Flies, um, you know, or... Mm-hmm. Depending on your budget, there's all sorts of gadgets in the fly fishing industry. So. Limitless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the fly box, dry box. 
like that kind of stuff. Right. And we're not really big waiters, but to get into that, you have like the boots and the waiters and the this and the that and the others. That list gets long. It ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, you know, you can pick any part of that thing for most people. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all kind of wear items. Yeah, see, I, I, I think that if you're buying, if you know somebody's like really into fly fishing, the outdoors, whatever, like when it comes to buying gear as a gift, mm-hmm. I think you're kind of on the wrong track. Um, yeah. cause gear buying is pretty personal. Right. They right. don't know what they already want type of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like you go buy them whatever reel and put it under the tree and they're going to go, Oh my gosh, this is so fucking awesome. And it's not really what they really wanted. You get a 12 weight reel for your four weight. <laughs> no, no, not even, not even like mismatch. No, just know. like, they just you don't really got a preference. Yeah. yeah you got match. a preference or there's a reason you yeah. want whatever. Um, you know, but I do think that experiences mm-hmm. are pretty, pretty timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, buy somebody, you know, a, a guided trip somewhere, you know, um, I mean, we're talking pricey, but yeah, you know, I mean, it or can be, it can be. Some of the trout well, trips are like walking weight trips are, are a little bit easier. Well, right. But even if you factor in. I hate to say average, but what the average person, like a family, spends on per person for a gift. Right. If you cut out the like ten small items you would mm-hmm. typically buy someone, you could get no a, fucking stocking stuffers for you, Dad. You're mm-hmm. going trout fishing this mm-hmm. year. Exactly, right? and Dad's probably pretty cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad's gonna be out there in holy socks and right. No, he's not gonna have a necktie, loincloth hanging right. on there. Mm-hmm. But stinking, he's he gonna didn't get fun. any Dio in his. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Stocking, there you go, or art. Mm-hmm. Art, always a good one. Mm-hmm. I think art's cool. Like I think that's a cool, a much cooler gift than like a an experience. No, just like the random like stuff. Oh yeah, for the, sure. Yeah, unless you pick the wrong mood for somebody, mm-hmm. and then they got to so. pretend they like it. Yeah, like oh my god, this is so fucking awesome. <laughs> and then the next time you're at their house, you're like, hey, where's, where's that, that painting? I where's got that you. painting? I got we, you. We hung it in the master closet because I wanted to see it every day when I got ready for work. <laughs> the wrong way around, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you What do you want for Christmas, Larry? Since we all went around, mm-hmm. um, to and world hunger. No, 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 no. no let's um, be realistic. Elon's going to do that. <laughs> honestly, um, it's more of like a personal growth thing. Like, you know, because Carl jokingly said, what, what do you get, you know, if you've got everything you need uh, or want or whatever? And truth be told, I'm really frugal. Um, I typically shop the sale rack. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't typically want a big production or like any big gifts or anything like that Um, because if there's something that I truly had a perception that I needed or wanted I've probably already gotten it yep so like from a personal growth standpoint like my own gift to myself is like trying to get control of 50 years of uh 
ingrained procrastination. Um, I've got a the, the rod that I threw the other day uh, where I made a cast that was three feet too long. Fly landed perfectly in front of two redfish that were cruising with their back out of the water uh, two feet up in the mangrove above them. Mm-hmm. Um, that reel, I've been fishing that set up for six months now with a fly line that needs to be changed. I have the fly line. (laughs) (laughs) I just (laughs) haven't fucking changed it. Um, I mean, the fly line is like in bad shape. Like it's like like pulled apart and it's just the core, you know, that's like, you know, and, and it fucks up casts for me sometimes. Like, you know, cause like it'll, like get yes. hung up as yeah. it's shooting through guides and I just get home and find something else that I need to go do or you know so you know I mean that's not a gift that's you know I, I get that but then there's like other stuff that like you know why would I need a new fly reel <coughs> when I should be sending a couple of fly reels that I have that aren't in the best shape because I've had to get like refurbished um, because they are heirloom type, you know, reels that I spent a lot of money on, you know, back in the day and they've been well used. So, um, is there, do you just go back to the manufacturer for most of that? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 And they'll can, do that. Yeah. yeah. You can send them in. Yeah. There's like a program where you send it in and yeah. they just go through it and Spruce rebuild it, it for you. Cause I mean, like I can show you a couple, I, I would dare not try to take them apart right now cause I did it one time. So I was like, oh, let me look at, oh, I was like, oh, get that yeah. back together. There's yeah. like pieces, parts floating around mm-hmm. in there. I can't believe this fucker still works. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I would say uh, probably the biggest thing, you know, self-serving that I would gift myself is uh, some travel. I'll uh, probably in the new year be like, oh, my God, found my, you know, Christmas gift to myself. Look mm-hmm. at this certificate. I'm going to go here or there or wherever yeah. to go fish. Because uh, what is it Sim says? You only li- you know, you live once, fish it well or whatever. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that one would probably make the the most sense. I mean, for like a lot of people, I, me especially, I think that would be cool to do. Especially, you know, even if it's not now, or you go go buy the ticket or whatever now. Okay, so six months from now, or like this year, you know, summertime, I want to do this. Or well, so fall or whatever. I thought you wouldn't get on an airplane. I don't. So you, but here's yeah. here's the BA Baracus. He's gonna buy a ticket though. The could have been on a train, dude. <laughs> on the uh, Greyhound. <laughs> on the group text, you know, I, I brought it up yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Next week, I am. I'm going to go and camp on the water. Oh, right, and, right. This, the St. John's thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, I shared the, um, you know, how Facebook, like, shows you, like, your memory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was seven years ago. I did that chicky trip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and every time I see this picture, I'm like, I know exactly, like, who I went with, where we fished, what we saw, what was cool, what was not, what was the struggle, what did we overcome, and those are awesome memories. So, with the weather getting really nice, everybody's going to be kind of in that Christmas 
you know, slow down. Hopefully, I don't know everybody at the table can go or not. I'm going. Period. The end. Mm-hmm. That, and what is that? A, it's like going to do like a Thursday two, night, Friday night. Two weeks from now, or this? No, week like next week. Life? Okay. This Thursday. Yeah, this coming. Thursday. Yeah, this coming Thursday. And uh, you I'm know, definitely down for Thursday. Okay. For sure. So anyway, yeah. we'll we'll put the finishing touches on that plan, and you know, go out and see. Who can make see, it? Who can can't? Yeah. yeah. And uh, from the exploratory side of it, this is somewhere you've been over there. You know. The yeah, area I know that. I know yeah. the area, and you know, it could be that shad are already starting to show up. Would not be out of the question. Um, definitely, if we can figure out where uh, we have a really legitimate shot at stripers that are in the river mm-hmm. and then there's just largemouth bass, bass. Yeah. and mm-hmm. there could be you know specks um in the river that are still eating pretty good mm-hmm. so and i 100 i know we're gonna find a really cool fucking bonfire on mm-hmm. the beach you know fucking hanging out yep. sitting doing nothing mm-hmm. so yeah man that's, that's a nice place to do it that's for sure yeah so that's uh, that's me. Those those would add that. I mean, I could add a few fish in, in like one weekend to like I've you know I've never been speck fishing before, right? Like ever. So that's kind of a, a neat place to go, and mm-hmm. it could be the there's shad really thing, the speck thing, like all that gar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring you some rope bow, flies, bow fin. Mm-hmm. So there's any number of things. Uh, we already talked about the simple skiff. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, there's a Canadian skiff for sale. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I wonder if I wonder if he sold it yet or like. I don't know. I heard me either. Yeah, is I that because he was... he's planning on getting something different? Yeah, he's going to do something different. Oh, okay, we were talking about it the other day the, um, just a little bit more room. Right, I figured you know. More, yeah. He just plus one, yeah. yeah, growing family. Um, the I guess it will make it here at some point. It'll probably sell like here, uh huh. And it's way. Is up he bringing his... it on this next trip where he's coming down? In like no, two weeks? I don't think so. I think it. I think it's in. Um, oh, where's this place up there? Can't at the camp. Oh, up in the gas bay. Yeah, gas bay. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird, man. What? Put your skiff up for sale and be like, "Yeah, man, it's all the way up here in Gaspé Peninsula." Yeah. Just, I don't know, know if he was gonna try to catch grab a plane it. up here to Montreal and then we'll take an eight-hour drive up so you can take a look at it. Right. Be I think he, I think he might have the cart in front of the horse on mm-hmm. this one. I think he's like maybe he might go up and grab it and then come on. Down. He takes yeah. really good care of his stuff, oh, so yeah. it'll be a decent deal for mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice boat. Yep. I've been on it a couple times. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what's the Shadow Cast, right? It's Shadow yeah. Cast sixteen, yeah. I think he's got a twenty twenty horse. Twenty, 20 yeah. yeah. Twenty horse Tahatsu. Tahatsu. Mm-hmm. The uh I believe the Canadian will be in town next weekend, correct? It's I think seventeenth ish type. Yeah, because I think when we Decided we were recording this week, and he's like, oh, I'm going to be in town next week. Yeah. Yeah. But he'll be here through January, the end of January. Mm-hmm. He and I have discussed a couple things. 
Oh, yeah. What have you been discussing? You want to mm-hmm. share with the class? I don't want to share with the class. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, while Ted's in town, um, perhaps we um, all try to get together and have like a boys' night out. Ooh. Relax, Ben. Not your bachelor party. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's that's going to take place like the week before your wedding there to really test plan. Okay. to mm-hmm. test the uh, bond with which you and your soon to be bride have. Um, <laughs> there will be a hangover camera. Yes, Got people are going to wedding. Yeah, and... people will be able to pay. We're going to get webcams put in your house yeah. so okay. that when you're waking up the next day after like, the midget uh, the midget fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to be able to see just how wrecked Ben got. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Four beers deep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Four beers deep Ben has a wild time. Little people crawling all over the place. <laughs> like roaches. Scrawling <laughs> out of windows and stuff. <laughs> no, so while Ted's in town, um, maybe we can all get together, you know, pending Carl's busy schedule. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Go out and have like a, a nice dinner. Um, be fun. I'm thinking like a really good nice. steak dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that in mind, what would be like a steakhouse that you have on your radar that you think would be a good place for a good steak? Because I, one I actually, what kind of price range I actually, are we talking here? Doesn't matter. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll figure, we'll eliminate stuff based on price at some point. Or include at some point, but right now it's more about like, oh, I've heard these are great. You know, this is a great oh, steakhouse, okay. or okay. this. You know, so the reason for this topic is I was at the barber shop the other day, and somebody brought up um, an, a restaurant opening back up or or whatever, and I said, hey. Has that Elliot's, which is the used to be the Florida Roadhouse here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, has anybody been to the Florida Roadhouse now that it's Elliot's Steakhouse, and how is it? And almost like at the same time, two of the barbers spoke, and one was like, "Shit was pretty good," and the other one was like, "I didn't really like it." And it was like mm-hmm. exactly at the same time, and I was like, "Fuck." Ty go to the runner? Like, yeah, it, you yeah, know, yeah, is it yeah. worth going? And they're like, no, no, no. You know, then like, you know, some backpedaling or whatever. And then the fucking barber all the way over the fucking other end steps out and goes, I don't care how good it is or what you think about it. There's no fucking way it beats the fucking, uh, I think it's uh, Cowboys. Uh, in Sanford. Oh, I've never even heard of that before. Uh, I've been there once. And I was was like, holy shit. I think I've driven past it. It's like a real old... Yeah, it's it's right on um, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And I don't think the name of it was Cowboys. What the fucking name? Um, Cattleman's. 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 And I ate there... It would be... 25 years ago um, when I left Winter Springs Police Department um, the shift that I was working on uh, Delta shift 
they threw me a, a going away dinner and we went there and it the steaks are like prime cut mm-hmm. and I, when I, I was like oh my gosh I haven't been there in 25 years and he, he looked at me and he said it's still there waiting for you just the way it was mm-hmm. burns in the carpet shitty mm-hmm. lighting and fucking awesome steak. Mm-hmm. I see. That's awesome. There's a, I think there's I know a, where I want to go. Yeah. There's yeah. a creeper like that in, I think, South Daytona. I don't remember the Chart House? No, no. The it's, little one. It's the yellow sign. Yeah. On the side of... Of Ridgewood. It's on the east side of Ridgewood. Super unassuming little building. It's, it's got called there. Weber's. It's called... It is. I think it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll confirm. All right, so we need the Weirdest to, little place, and I've always wondered, like, man, that place is supposedly it's good. You know who owns that? The, the Hamptons. Who, yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's what we're looking for is, yeah. like, a good quality yeah, it know, is place where it's, like, where you're, like, holy shit, you know, it's, like, because most people go, like, you know what, I want to take you out for a really, really nice steak. We're going to, Ruth's fucking Chris, man. Yeah, yeah. Like super up, up <laughs> pull into Longhorn and be like, all right, yeah, right. exactly. That's my feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking chain. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one. In... Have you have you done uh, Linda's La Cantina over in Orlando? No. If you haven't, you need to. It was on the radar. There's also another one in like Orlando that's famous. Um, it's a guy's name. I don't remember it, but there's I'll, a I'll there's at it two or three. There's a Matthews. Which is in Winter Garden. That's like this German family that owns a steakhouse. Okay. Um, I worked in Winter Garden for years. I've never heard of that one. It, I don't know how new it is. Yeah. Um, there's one. I think I'm gonna go to on the 20th called Bovine in Winter Park. That's supposed to be like really good. And then I think the other one that's the other name is like a chef's name. Yeah. Anyway, we'll find it. Francoise. Mm-hmm. I think he is French though, and he's dead now, and the restaurant's still named after him. It's I Did got they try age his ass. <laughs> Twenty one days they hung him, quarter in the freezer, thirty degrees. It's got a good bark to him now. Yeah, Clint's gonna smoke him for us. Um, uh, way to take a dark twist. If you weren't at dinner so anyway, conversation, we talked about dry aging. Meat. You know, I, I think mean, we can get to you know Sanford collectively. All of us. I think it'd be cool. Fairly. Yeah. Easily and meet up. Um, so let's let's look into doing that. Um, yeah, you know, sometime soon. Doesn't have to be over this holiday break or whatever, but you know, it would be fun yeah. at some point. You know, for sure. See if and there we go. We're, we're back to experiences. Mm-hmm. Like all the boys yeah. go out for a fucking really nice we... steak dinner, and I know that the uh, Cattlemen's there in Sanford. Has one of those deals where if, if you can eat the whole oh, fucking steak, no way. Like that, you no. fucking get it get for, for free. free. What is that? A, like a, it's, it's like, like a, 72 hours. Yeah, it's like a yeah. 72. Yeah. And there's like That's a time wild. limit. You mm-hmm. got yeah, fucking, usually it's like an hour. What is it John Candy that did it in some movie? Remember that? He did it the was, steak uh, challenge. Yeah. The prep starts tomorrow. <laughs> it was... Was it that? The like Great Uncle Outdoors Buck or, or some, something? Something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um... Do we know? Did you guys see the uh, post I shared on Instagram? Um, the guy out in Louisiana, Ron, that uh, his, I guess it's his niece, 
um, decorated the front yard of the of the house mm-hmm. with the the RV. And, yes, and cousin Eddie. Fucking uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shitter's full. Shitter's full. Um, do we know if Andrew's going to be around at all? He'll probably go home for Christmas, right? He's in. He's down south right now. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to say if he's around sometime in that span when Ted's in town, we should try to see if we can. When is Ted coming in town? I think he I think at it's first next, is the fifteenth, but I think he's like the seventeenth or eighteenth now. It's, yeah. Because he's, he's going to be... It's a week from today. ...in the States, but I think he's got work right. this week. So he's okay. not here. Yeah. Right. And then going out to Vegas... Well, that's going to end the year. I think that's where he's at okay. now. Mm-hmm. And then back for... Till end of January. He'll be, yeah, he'll be here. He put poor Ted back on that plane now that everything's calmed yeah. down. Now he's like, dang it. Right. He's <laughs> flying all over creation. So it sounds like Ted's going to miss the first camping trip, but maybe we'll do a lagoon camping trip afterwards. I'd be down That'd probably that. be easier. I bet the lagoon's too. nice when it's like really, really cool. Yeah. Like really, oh, really yeah. Cool. Like Wyatt and I did out. a lagoon camping trip when he was probably like five, and it was pretty awesome because, like, you know, you get south of Oak Hill, you know, NASA has some lights, but mm-hmm. not a lot, you know, and. The amount of stars you can mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And, oh, I love and it. Really, there. the amount of fucking satellites that oh, I see yeah. is pretty badass. I love it at the, um, what is it, Hallover Inlet. You just pull over right there, mm-hmm. right before the bridge, and there's so many people there like, looking for satellites and whatever. You know, they have mm-hmm. all their gear out, you know, looking at stargazing. All right, let's see here. What else I got? I got a whole list of shit. You, nobody has any. I had a show note and a show it's, interrogatories. It's a little bit obscure, but it fits the theme of experience. Shout out to Will David and Ty Pendle. Those two dudes are running that Mitzi all over the Southeast. Oh, yeah. They've been towing it. They went to Charleston. They did flood tides. They did a flood tide in Jacksonville. I think they took it out to Louisiana. Maybe really? I saw Texas. I didn't realize that. They've I know been, they went to Louisiana. They've been going everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Fishing all over the state, all over the southeast. And like it's almost like every weekend I'm seeing Wills out somewhere new fishing. Yeah. And I was like, freaking good for him, dude. Mm-hmm. Living. I think their school schedule, well, I guess they're between it now, but they had Thanksgiving off for yeah. a little bit. And they'll be going into the Christmas break here. Yeah. Now-ish. Yeah. They had had a gem of a day not too long ago. They found a a nice, nice piece of memorabilia out there. Nice. Was it a dead manatee? No, it was not a dead manatee. Okay. (laughs) It's a little wall art. Oh. Perfect. Hmm. A little something for the old sweet tooth. Yeah, well. But they've been going out. They've been fishing. They've been having a great time just experiencing different locations. And I was Mm -hmm. like, and he did it once, and I was like, good for him. Then I saw the second time, and the third time, I was like, I'm just going to bring it up. I just want to be like, kudos, dude. Keep it up. Yeah, it's a, it's what it's about, you know? Find you a fucking ride-or-die partner and fucking get out there and get after mm-hmm. it. I saw uh, Mason that works at Corkscrew yeah. and uh, Eric Snowden were yeah. out, and, you know... <laughs> They've been fishing a lot. Fishing the fuck out of it lately. Mm-hmm. Catching a lot, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I fucking check their shorelines all the time. Like, yeah. That looks like... Uh, I did bust Tanner the other day. Nice. Um, I, he 
posted either a story or a post. And I was like zooming in on it and looked at it and dissected it and sent him a fucking message. And I know I'm fucking right because he didn't answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was hard. I'm going to go comment. take a, I think I'm going to take a solo run on Wednesday. The, um, up to Gainesville? You sure are. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, believe it or not, that's Friday night because she graduates Sunday, Saturday. So. That's why you're only camping one that's night. That's why I can do one night. Well, I guess moonshine's Thursday night. I have a jar and a half at the house. Yeah, but you're actually going to drink it this time. I drank it last time. I'll drink moonshine. You're going to see. I got it. I'm not going to go overboard, but I'll drink it. Um, so he'll get hammered off four beers, but he'll drink some moonshine. I can look. I know, and from, he's coming to pick you up in the moonshine capital of Tennessee. You guys might not do a cannonball run. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. He will. He's going to show you how to properly drink some moonshine. No, mm-hmm. I'll just drive the heavy Chevy. He can enjoy his spirits. All right. I I haven't informed Daisy yet. You're an informant for certain people. Um, she's, because she gets a work truck, she's dropping her vehicle off at my house sometime in the next couple weeks. She's like, you may as well have it here. She's like, I can't, parking's a nightmare at my place. I'll take my truck. I think we do the cannibal run. I'm going to take her car because it gets better gas mileage. So I'll, I'll pick you up on a Ford Escape. And we'll, are you going to tell her that you're going to take her car? Or I'll just send her photos on the way. No, she won't care. You guys are Um, on. what? Nothing. <laughs> um, the Ben's gonna escape in the escape. Escape. Um, it gets like double the gas mileage. I did. So I put some new BF Goodrich tires on my truck, which stands for Big Fucking Goodriches. You didn't know, <laughs> and they're ten ply, which it means they're really heavy. And you actually somehow hurt nearly the worst gas mileage on the planet. It went up. <laughs> what? I thought it would be worse. The guy's like, you're going to, he's you like. get going. He's like. Weight keeps right, going. Right, yeah. I was getting 12 <laughs> it's, miles per gallon. It's called gallon. inertia. Right. No, it's like, me <laughs> out. I was it's getting like, like it was like 11.512, like consistently. Yeah. And I put these tires on it. And I swear to God, it feels like the needle goes down faster. Like, in my mind's eye, I know, like, I can make basically two trips to your house and back. Somehow I don't make it. I make it, like, one and three quarters, it feels like, before I get to where I need to be. And now I'm getting 14 miles per gallon. The mileage numbers are all adding up, but the needle is just looking like it's moving way faster. But... The heavy Chevy now gets 14 miles per gallon. So What? Not bad. Off 10-ply tires. We left the weak-ass tires in the back. We'll see what happens when we put some 10-plies back there. But the, uh, Well, that's what it is. It's the extra weight in the bed. Yeah, more aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. Fill up that cavity. There's no, oh, no. Cavity's you, empty. No, no, no. You just got two new shoes. You didn't get four. No, I got two. Okay. Uh, That's what he meant by no, left yeah, it, okay. the two. I no, thought you meant... I, no, I was there with no, you. I, I thought see he what you're had saying. some weight following. Yeah. No, I just put two fronts on it, and then I have to do... You need to drop a splitter on the front. You know, like NASCAR 
uh, mm-hmm. truck series like t- style splitter and right get some you, landscape curbing yeah and black plastic there <laughs> you'll you'll pick up. You should also get one of those trucker visors that like comes off the top, off the front, with the lights, with all the lights, the top, yeah. and then the pole lights coming off. The so, corners. and if you get like a like larger inside diameter fuel line, mm-hmm. you'll think you're getting better gas mileage. It's just you're carrying more gas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an old Big, NASCAR trick. No, I get it. Bigger fuel um, filter, bigger fuel filter, mm-hmm. bigger fun. Um. You do have a K&N filter on that thing, don't you? Yeah. Does it work? I think so. Okay. I Sounds am like so. You get a Wix. Oh no! I don't. That's new to me. Chinese Amazon. Yeah. No, Wish dot com K&N filters. Um, I do plan on putting. So the whole front end kit is on the way. Is, is the dash on the way? No. The okay. dash isn't a structural component that right. makes my life safer. <laughs> no needed. Let me let me explain how this is gonna go, dude. Just go forty five miles an hour last. The whole way. No, it's aesthetics first. We did no. It literally the the one creature comfort I splurged on before the front end that I knew the front end needed to be done was air conditioning. So we got the air conditioning done. We're doing the front end, getting an alignment. We have the new tires on it, and then I have bought a muffler. A muffler. <laughs> muffler. 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 Did you get muffler bearings? Mm-hmm. Yep. Muffler without bearings. those, you're, you're fucking mm-hmm. going back to that shitty gas mileage. Exactly. I have a Flowmaster 40 series. She's going to have a little growl. She's right. going to have a little growl that's going on the back, and I bought it. I think. I bought it a year ago. It okay. showed up like nine months ago. It took like three months to get it in. And then. I told myself I wasn't going to let myself put that modification on my truck till I did my front end. And then, so I'm going to do the front end, do the muffler, and then now that it's completely safe outside of the fact that I'm driving it, then we're going to work on the interior and get the chunk off. But When you do your muffler work, are you going to get rid of your Cadillac converters? No, I actually put a Cadillac converter in it. Mm, that's grown up of you. It was the someone cut it out when it was at Brad's shop, and when I first bought it, I was like, "Whatever, it's not that loud. I'll just leave it." Like, cause he had like a sleeve, dude. The cab filled with fumes. It was nasty, and I was like, "I'm gonna die." So, I did the adult thing. I Put welded a test it. Pipe in there. Do the windows work? No. Okay, so see that makes a lot now, more sense. To be fair, the That's windows why you did the AC too. No, the windows worked when I did the AC. So then the driver motor quit working, right? And drinker side work did did. And then when you take, so I took the whole door panel off. To I bought a new motor and regulator, and step one on the website once it like quit working, to replace says roll down window. Well, why would I have bought a window regulator if my window wasn't stuck up? So I tried to, like, get it out. Well, it's riveted in, so I got to drill those rivets, but I also have to go buy a rivet gun for the five new rivets that it gave me to put the new one in. So I got to go get a rivet gun. Just drive, like, 200 miles over to my shop. I got one. It's, like, 250 miles. And a rivet gun's, like, $5 on Amazon. Right. Okay, 
Case in point being, <laughs> when I took the thing apart, I didn't know I needed a rivet gun because I didn't open. Don't get so defensive. We're trying to help you here. I, and I appreciate it. It's riveting. I, We're providing solutions. When the other I, I see, have another is, solution. This is riveting. <laughs> There's these nice screws that you can buy from the hardware store called self-tappers. Regardless, I got the whole door apart. It took me like an hour and a half, two hours to get the door panel off, unhook all the electrical, undo all the screws that go around the stupid thing, peel the plastic back. You're already $180 into this project at your shop rate. Sure. Plus expenses, uh, which I think the motor regulator was like $75. Um, Pulled it apart. Every time he says motor regulator, I think of... uh, the movie Young Guns. Regulators. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen Young Guns. Nope. You've never fucking seen Young Guns? I don't guns? think I've ever seen Young Guns. Oh my God. One of the, like an American I mean, classic. There's a lot of American classics I've never seen. Um, Pamela. <laughs> Pamela, okay. what have you done? <laughs> Look, the witch doctor doesn't exactly <laughs> condone of cool movies. I remember the first time my dad showed us Cannonball Run 2. First off, that was like my brother and I's favorite movie when we were like nine years old. Yeah, because it's a Burt Reynolds movie, so there's probably some tits in it. Well, that's the thing. That wasn't even what we loved about it. We just loved the car racing. And now, like, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I wonder if it's really I want to go back and watch <laughs> yeah, it and be yeah, like... Yeah. What went over my head? Of course it was cheese. Dude, I yeah, just haven't seen it for so long. It's really cool in my head. Exactly. Still, yeah, yeah. So, like, th- th- but that's the dilemma. I'm like, I want to watch it again because this was like a, this was a highlight of my childhood. Like ruin it. And right? I want to, uh, is it going to ruin it? <laughs> and like, I, I just want to know like, what just went completely over eight-year-old Ben's head. Right. And the joke department. Um, but so I got the window regular at a part and then by the time it was like 90 degrees, it, um, I got Great pissed things. off. And I was cussing at the Chevy, like a lot. <laughs> and I just put it all back together. But I didn't hook the electrical up because I'm like, uh, no, I had to go somewhere. I was meeting you. And I had to, I had to meet you at 2 o'clock. And I started at like 10 in the morning. And I had to it like... It was all for naught. It was all for naught. I put it back, but I didn't hook up the electrical stuff. So it broke the circuit that goes to the dry passenger side <laughs> window. So I have a sliding rear window. Oh, beer can window. A beer can oh, window yeah. uh, that works. Nice. Because it's Manuel. Mm-hmm. Thank God for air conditioning. Right? Thank God Emmanuel. for air conditioning. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk um, manatees, fish stocking, and cruise ships. Pour it on the pavement like you would a tombstone. 
So we are back from our little break, and uh, as promised, we're going to start sliding into a little bit more of a serious uh, part of the show. Um, in the last couple of weeks, two big slaps in the face uh, for Mosquito Lagoon, in our opinion, or at least my opinion, uh, I won't speak for you guys, is uh, the announcement by CCA... <laughs> Uh, number one, that uh, they are really close to, very near being able to start releasing the first of their hatchery redfish hmm. into the fucking lagoon in the Indian River. And to that, my question is simple. Why in the fuck... Would FWC approve that? I was going to say, is there no like, if, you know, like if other sanctioning body that like is that cool? Not cool? Nobody votes on that. Like, how does that work? Well, FWC is charged, you know, by the state. You know, the state puts them in charge of you know managing the resource. And my question is, where was the step where we're like, hey, there's a decline in redfish population. Let's you know. They, they certainly did it on the West Coast when mm-hmm. there was, you know, some kind of problem. They're like, oh, catch and release only for the next year. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. never done that here. Nope. Uh, we, we've, we've even asked That's, There's for, a number of times they've done that, that catch and release oh, only or like a over, season Over on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. But yeah. they've never done that over mm-hmm. here. And they just went straight to throwing the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. and, and apparently have approved hatchery fish. Like... You know, come to Mosquito Lagoon, catch your very own farm raised. Stalker. Yeah. Stalk, like, we're the stalker first redfish. Stalker, yeah. We're the first. Start having delayed Bring harvest. Your, mm-hmm. Bring your dog food. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if they'll it's get em- all ugly and messed it's up. It's embarrassing. Like, pellet fed. Because. It's <laughs> so silly, it's, man. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest fucking yeah. thing I've heard It's of. embarrassing because logically you should be able to say, if we have a dying estuary where redfish can't survive, let's, not let's introduce 10,000, 20,000 more. Right. That doesn't make sense. And I, I'm there with you. It's like, you know, clean up the water. You know, and, and if there's really a problem, which we all know that there is, and fish stocks are declining, decrease the size of the, of the you know, slot, you know, yeah. I mean, close the season, mm-hmm. do something. Well, I mean, you know, from the time I started fishing out here on a regular basis, just the time that I've owned the house here in Oak Hill. Um, you know, you could go out and in five or six different locations, there were big schools of breeder redfish. They're still out there, but not in anywhere near the numbers. And like, that should have been clue number one. And that's like why this place was famous, you know, is that it had resident bull redfish. And 
whether it's water quality, too much pressure, whatever it was, you know, nobody has stepped up and managed it so that that was preserved. And now we're facing, they captured some of those fish, took them over to wherever their fucking hatchery is. I wonder is. if it's that one local here. You know what I'm talking about? No, right, yeah. Right road? No, it's not. It's not. No. It's, it's all the way over in Tampa. So they're going to, they're going to raise the fish over in Tampa at some aquarium mm-hmm. and then they're going to truck them across the state in true I wonder if they fashion. Can, I wonder if they yeah. they love them. trucking fish across the state. Dude, I love it. I wonder if it's going to be like, you know, trout stocking where, you know, like to shoot it out of like a hose, you know, <laughs> out on BioLab Road, you know, like people are going to learn it's like the second Thursday of the month. Mm-hmm. That's when the stockers no, get geez. put in mm-hmm. and they're going to be out there just like yeehaw. Mm-hmm. So here's what, what I want. Who, who, would, who would fucking eat fish out of the lagoon right now? Not me. No. Fuck no. I, if it that's went, what, that's what's crazy to me. If it went in an hour from clean aquarium water to the lagoon, I'd be like, nope, yeah. I'm out. Here's yeah, well, are they all just gonna die because they lived in like a well, really nice? <laughs> and here's the other thing too. Of that, and then like, aren't yeah. they gonna be sterile, or does that not? A, Oh, I don't know about that. I know typically stocked, at least trout, when they yeah. stock trout, they're typically sterile. They can't produce. Like on purpose? Yeah. To, yeah. Keep, to keep the resident fish numbers high, too. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know whether they're going to plant. You know, so I don't, and, and that's the crazy thing is, like, how did they sneak this past everybody? Yeah. Like, it wasn't they, fucking they, talked about. Mm-hmm. There was no meetings. It no. Was just uh-uh. like, oh, hey, we're yeah. doing this oh, great by the way, Handshakes yeah. and an alley. Mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, that does seem a little like back alley. Yeah, and really so you know somebody's yeah. getting some money to fund that operation. Oh, I bet. You know, there's that guy George Harper who's always hammering on that on the West Coast. And I was thinking about, I was like, I bet there's some, like he like raised money to. I'm fixing to get some backlash, I'm sure, but I think he like raised some money to help build this hatchery, and he's doing. I'm like, I bet too. Like it's like a double dip. We'll get everyone with their interest, and we need more fish to help fund this. And then I bet there's grants that just pay you to grow out these fish and release them. I I mean I I know it's you know they're they're stalkers, but in a trout stream, the predators are bears and birds. Right. Possibly other trout. Right. In a saltwater environment, the predators are significant. I mean, yeah. What are the chances that not just the people catch on, but I mean, dolphins and uh-huh. sharks and every other, you know, saltwater predator knows that on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And are the, I mean, these fish are raised in an aquarium. I mean, right. <clears throat> in the wild from the time they're tiny they're always evading predators right you know yeah i wonder if it would are we going to put them out there and they're just going to be dumb what do you like think it would die that quick slaughter i mean could, I, I, I think don't expect i would think there's going to be some form of natural instinct that's going to kick in at some point um but i also remember as a kid we had a little bass pond and we used to ride up to the pet store and go buy those 10 cent goldfish and watch those get absolutely hammered Releasing them in the pond. Watch a bass just come up and crush it. And I know they do stuff like this with uh, bonefish and a couple other fish, potentially. Where do they stock bonefish? I don't know if they stock them, but I know uh, Bonefish Tarpon Trust has uh, different stages of their life cycles, and then they release them after they're done studying. Hmm. I mean, I, you know, 
I've seen them like that. Say net them or whatever and mm-hmm. like collect them and, yeah, and study, take them somewhere yeah. and check them out and all this kind of stuff. Okay. So maybe um, it's just putting them back. No, this is this is straight mm-hmm. up. They they have breeder fish that you know are they've been able to get them to breed in captivity and and they're successful now and they feel like they've got it dialed in. They're going to be able to start stocking. Um, what um, they are these fish though? What's that? They're they're redfish from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they at um, least got that part. They at least got that part. Um, the, the part that they didn't get was uh, government in the sunshine where, you know, they let the citizens that are paying taxes and live in the state, you know, mm-hmm. have a say in whether it happens or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the other ecological fucking weird shit going on is the estuary is dying. 95% of the seagrass is gone. Hence, the overpopulation, um, huge herd of manatees um, was reduced by about 10% due to starvation. So, they're going to start feeding them lettuce, I believe, down Mm -hmm. at the power plant. (laughs) And I actually watched an interview this morning on one of the local news stations. And they're talking to the idiot that runs the... Save the Manatee Club. Mm -hmm. And he actually (laughs) said it out loud where he wanted everybody to know that it would still remain illegal for individuals to feed manatees because if you're feeding manatees, you're going to change their behavior. (laughs) And you're going to make them dependent (laughs) on (laughs) human beings. Mm -hmm. So only the state can do this. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, they're feeding them at the power plant, yeah, which which is the is worst what, possible place to feed, which them. is what changed their behavior and helped them overpopulate because they no longer migrate; they just fucking lay down there and procreate through the winter, and now they don't have any food, and so we're not only creating a false environment for them to live in. So they don't have to migrate and spread out where they are actually eating seagrass. Now we're going to feed them on top of that. So they're, they're never going to go away. Yeah. Why would you? Mark's nice boat ramp. water and food all year. Yeah, government yeah, cheese, yeah. man. Mark's it, boat ramp is going to be a nightmare to get in and out. It is going to be mm-hmm. the ultimate welfare system for manatees. Well, the, the funny thing is some of the comments, there were some people with some common sense who were like, this doesn't solve an issue. Right. This, cre- this compounds an issue. Absolutely. And then there are people whose <laughs> suggestion was, well, if they would tie the lettuce to hula hoops and float the hula hoops out, they'd eat them further out. And I was like, first off. Damn. Hula hoops are made of plastic. Right. That's a bad idea. So let's just start, let's just float no. hundreds of hula hoops a day mm-hmm. right. <laughs> through the Indian <laughs> River. You remember when that container ship flipped and rubber duckies got out and they're just tracking like 20,000 rubber ducks across no, the no, ocean. Awesome, it's going to be a hula hoop situation yeah. if this guy has his way. But I think you could repurpose a t-shirt cannon to shoot lettuce. Heads of lettuce. <laughs> 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 the old tater gun. <laughs> but yeah. the, the funny thing about the whole deal is, I mean, who wants hot wilted lettuce anyway? So feed them at the hot power plant. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's going to happen, too? That's going to become a, a, a donation business. You can feed the manatees by $5 it's, donation. We'll give you a head of lettuce. You get mm-hmm. to go and yeah. feed the manatees. Because yeah. you're under the su- supervision, supervision and care of, the, of yep. the, you know, probably. Got to sell those license plates. So, so here we are. We're sitting around the old oak table. We're talking about, you know, our beloved Mosquito Lagoon. We're sitting here hungry for lettuce. The North Indian River Lagoon. Yep. And we're finding out about all this stuff kind of after the fact. And it makes me question how engaged not only we are, but like anglers and guides are in general in our area. And I would have to say minimally when it comes to the issues of water quality, when it comes to the issues of having hatchery fish introduced into the system. Well, there's a lot of, in my world, what I see, you know, like whatever, when I'm interneting around. Right. Is, hey, 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 look over here, look over here at XYZ problems to raise a ton of money for, you know, whatever bullshit things going on. And then... Oh, that's weird. Look what just popped up. So even the people that care about this kind of stuff, right? There's always like this huge push by one group or another, you know, to raise awareness or whatever it is they're doing. Well, you've just—it's not raising awareness. You're kind of taking away from the rest of the stories, right? And you know, because there's only so much I can take in in the few minutes I get to screw around on the phone. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to juxtapose this with the other story that I saw on the interwebs is the uh, city of Key West. And if any of you guys have uh, listened to, I want to say, the Will Benson uh, episode on oh, Millhouse, the, the, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> citizens of Key West voted in a referendum, um, basically the... Uh, Lower Keys Guides Association uh, went out and really did an outstanding job educating everybody what the dangers were of having larger cruise ships come into uh, dock in Key Key West. West. Mm -hmm. And they they passed, like, overwhelmingly, the citizens of Key West, not just the anglers, but they educated everybody, you know, how this was detrimental to their economy. And they voted no on having any of these bigger ships come in. And then somehow that got overridden by the state. And at the state level, they said, no, they can still come in. Well, the first of one of those big ships just showed up. And, man, they had a fucking massive protest when that mm-hmm. ship came in. I've never really seen any any protests around here about anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know... The, the more you read, the more you look. Like, I've, I think I posted on our stories. Um, I found a study from 1994 that talks about yeah. how, you know, if we keep prioritizing the management of the refuge based on a few species of mm-hmm. birds at the expense of the overall ecosystem, then we're going to continue marching towards a crash of that ecosystem. Well, guess what? Here we are a few decades later Mm -hmm. and, and we're living it and nobody's ever, you know, we've never lined the bridge over in Titusville, you know, with banners and, 
or, or stood out in front of uh, Black Point, you know, where all the bird watchers come in and say, I hope you're enjoying your fucking day because right. your, your activity that's the priority for this refuge is fucking killing the entire ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit more to that Key West thing that I, uh, I breezed over it, so don't quote me, hard quote me. They, uh, there's a push, I guess, by the state to just absorb um, the city of Key West into Monroe County. Oh, I don't so know. So it'll still be called Key West, like on a map. Right. But they're, like, officially, that's how that vote, they voted one yeah, way and it happened the other way. Uh-huh. It's because they tied them in with everybody else and, like, I don't know, washed the numbers somehow that way. So there's some part of that equation that actually like got rid of or is going to or threatening to get rid of the the actual city of Key West. Wow. Yeah. So it'll be like Lower Monroe County is like what that city's called now, you know, or whatever. Right. So I'm the government entity that. Right. Right. They just they just kind of moved, they just kind of moved the uh, the goalposts. Right. You know. So you brought up a point earlier about you know people being educated about it and guides and and you know taxpayers knowing about stuff beforehand and you know as a hunter uh, I get emails from FWC all the time about hey we're proposing a rule change to this hunting thing we're we're suggesting doing this to this hunting area take the survey tell us your feedback this and that I have gotten zero about anything fishing related Mm-hmm. I get they the, have the, the red ability. tide update. I get that sometimes. I get that. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's never. That's uh, just an update. It's like, hey, this is where we're seeing. Like, yeah, it. yeah, like yeah. very it's little here or whatever. Here, yeah. yeah, and it's like, but that's pretty much all I get from. Them. I don't really get those surveys and all that stuff anymore. I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to get a lot of them actually. Yeah, there used to be like they they had like uh, like a little traveling road show, and they would be like, hey, we'll be in Titusville at the mm-hmm. uh, library, and you can come and you know. Tell us about what your feelings are on the current state of redfish management. Right. And, yeah. you know, we're thinking about, you know, doing A, B, or C management plan. Let us know which one you think is the best one. I haven't seen that happen in forever. No, I either. Forever. And we're more connected now than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. So. So, I mean, you know. I follow all their social media stuff mm-hmm. and whatever, FWC. I mean, there's no way that that, we, that slipped by. But, I mean, you know, to have the guy talk about how, you know, you can't feed these things because it's going to change their behavior. It was the ultimate do as we say, not as we're getting ready to do. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we're going to do that. We're going to change their behavior. But don't you do that. Mm -hmm. And it just, everybody keeps ignoring the fact that, you know, the fix isn't giving man. Right. Power plant. Right. Or, like, or, I don't or stocking the lagoon. It's, I don't know shit from shampoo, and that just seems like the dumbest. That seems like really short sighted. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to keep the ones that are alive alive because like, they're all when? starving to yeah. death. Till when? Well, till we run out of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the kind of thinking. Listen, this is something it. the vegans can get behind, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they can't because the price of their lettuce is going right. to go it's up the on the eastern. Roof. Seaboard no, of Florida. No, it won't. Yeah. But Brandon has made gas go up. You don't think Brandon's fixing to have a lettuce monopoly? I bet Pelosi's got stock in lettuce now. 
A hundred pounds of lettuce a day per freaking sea cow. Yeah, so how do you best. deliver that? How do you deliver that much? I guess semi-trucks. <laughs> right. Just, Hula. Dump, just yeah. dump a garbage container of lettuce into the river. Because every day, I'm gonna, right? When it, yeah. Like that's when it, when it so happens, I'm going like to go with Mark and we're going to film it. Think of how much pollution in the form of manatee poop. Well, nitrogen. Nitrogen and you know is nutrient gonna, loading. Not to nutrient go, loading is going to happen. Yeah, not to be too down on on farming and how farming is done, but you got to like spray that shit for bugs and stuff. Oh, if you're dumping that much of that stuff. shit into the lagoon, Carl, they're going to drown. That's fine. You're going to kill the weevils with mm-hmm. with water. No, no. I mean, all that shit's still on him. I know. I was. Yeah, what's the first thing you do with a head of lettuce when you get it at home? You wash that shit Wash off. that shit. Yeah, I know. You were being fecious. I was being fecious. Faux fecious. Faux fecious, faux show, faux real. Um, there's probably feces on the mm-hmm. lettuce. Mm-hmm. It, so, I mean, you know, I, I'm at the point where it's like, you know, uh, what do we do? The fucking horse is out of the barn already. It's mm-hmm. not like we can close the gate for the rhubarb. You know. You know? Well, I think well, that's. I think you set the barn on fire. <laughs> Make it to where at least the horse doesn't have a home to come back to. Give all his that's where my question was, was going. Was you know at this point what? Yeah. What, what, right. What's we're, the next? We're not. Step? We're not. We're not being asked. We're not being informed. We're learning things after the fact. Everybody says we have a problem, but they're not doing anything to fix it. Right. I mean, they did get a grant to pull some septic tanks out. Right. Yeah. But. But. but and, and we all know the, the hydrology of the lagoon was changed when all of the, the dikes went in. 85% of the salt marsh was removed. You know, that's the filter. You know, spend some money on restoring the actual environment you know the habitat get it back to the way it was i think it's not i mean so much about undoing stuff now like some of this old stuff um even the situation in south florida you know it's about undoing stuff that didn't work out right we just keep doing more stuff right i'm like uh so and we have no real real way of seeing if it works or not well, and, and what we do today. And, and the sad part is Mosquito Lagoon used to be a destination fishery, yeah. you know? And how many of the guides, you know, like, used to do X number of days, now they struggle to do half of that. Yeah. And from an, from an economy standpoint, there's got to be an impact. And that's really the only thing that the politicians well, can, ultimately are going to listen you to. You can see it here in the in the chill, um, the Redbone tournament stuff that you have hanging on the walls, and like all this kind of stuff that like used to go down here. Like, yeah, this was cool, way cooler at some point than it is. Now. Oh yeah, for sure. This is you know like the weird thing is, not to say I'm not some guide. I don't go fishing every day. I'm not. I'm just like not like out murdering constantly, but like us and like the people we know mm-hmm. are kind of like the the people here we're kind of like the not big deals but you know what i mean like we're the actual ones left over from a place that used to have 
crazy fishing shows Saturday morning. Yeah. Whoever and whoever was here. And it's like, okay, so now it's like Larry and his buds around the table. Right. So like, that's the only people that are like left. You know what I mean? Like, a few no. little guys here and there. It's just not that rad anymore. We'll, we'll get a We're Miami guy cool. to come up and do one show. Right. Do one show, cry, and tell you to mm-hmm. get on the fucking city system, damn it. Mm hmm. Put your shit down the pipe. And he leaves. And if you don't believe me, she'll tell you because she came all the way from Montana. That's right. Man. She knows. Where they're experts at stocking. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. So. Yeah. Maybe they pushed it through. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, enough um, doom and gloom because uh, it is Christmas. Mm-hmm. One of my Christmas wishes is that the um, hatchery burns down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, gonna be a tough ass. That's a, yeah, it's, well, we're gonna see how good Larry was <laughs> and how Santa <laughs> burned the water, mm-hmm. burned the ship. So we also asked if uh, anybody had any questions mm-hmm. to forward them along, and uh, we have had a couple of decent ones. Okay. Um, Charles Wynn out in Texas, um, he said, uh, what are your thoughts on bringing a destination guide, a small gift from your home waters? Suggestions. Um, I guess he's going to be headed out to Hawaii, and there's only one fly shop out there on the island. Um, I think it's kind of a a neat idea um, to bring a gift um, but I don't know that it would qualify and I would point, you know, to Hawaii as the destination where I would think in those terms. Um, I think your guide's going to want, uh, you know, U.S. currency banknotes mm-hmm. yep. um, as a tip. I but, always think it's neat. I, like, I mean, even if it's something small, I always, and I'm sure I've said it like a thousand times, I really like... A t-shirt, a sticker, a, a whatever it is that has like the city. Yeah. And if it's the city that you come from, yeah, that, that you hand on, you know what I mean. This is yeah. like little shit bait it, shop yeah, or, or nice are, shop or whatever. Or your it local is. fly shop because right. they usually have your or, town. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I was gonna, you know, finish by saying, you know, if that's in addition to your cash tip that you're planning on yeah, giving, right? That's great. Um. It's probably not going to be well received if you don't do a cash tip. Right. Well, you know, I have I'm fished in places where I've been actually told when we went there, you know, like, you know, we're going to put together some cash. However, you know, the cash is kind of not useless for them, but it's not a super great benefit because they're not going to be able to, you know, they don't have the access to get, the gear and things that they need. Yeah, they can just walk into It's very a store, hard right? for them to get it. Um, so if you have, you know, some, an extra pair of polarized glasses, if mm-hmm. you have, you know, extra buffs, if you have, you know, like stuff like that, you know, like consider leaving some of those items as well as that cash tip. Mm-hmm. And that'll go a long, long way. Mm-hmm. And literally, I know I gave um, 
the guy like a couple of buffs and you know stuff like that that I had and um, I can recall seeing and knowing one of the buffs was very unique like in pictures a couple of years later mm-hmm. the guy's still wearing that buff like worn thin mm-hmm. um, so but you in know, some places you just can't I mean you just there's yeah not, well, there's not the fly shop there to spend the cash exactly well and that's and like, the point Right. The one guy that I hired in Aruba, once we like set all that up, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, because he tied his own flies, and he was, A, the import tax was crazy, B, there was no fly shop, and I said, right. hey, man, is there a list of materials I can bring you Perfect. to come down? Yeah. So, things like that. Uh, you know, I would, you know what, call ahead, that's a that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. And call he said, ahead to that dude and say, hey, man, because we just were dealing with some stuff with shipping and so on and so forth in, uh, to Hawaii. Uh, it's really, it's crazy expensive. So if you can throw like the reel that that guy's going to use next season right. yeah. in your bag, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. he'll buy it for what you can get it in the States for. Yeah. Right. And it's like $400 cheaper or something. Cause it's really expensive. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. It's insanely. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's our answer on that question. That was a great question. Um, we have uh, Walter's Fly Rods. One of uh, yeah, good guy. their clients um, was asking for guide recommendations. Um, he's coming down from Denver, and he's going to be visiting the Melbourne area. We just might have somebody here at the table that could mm-hmm. uh, I make do like Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Like I do. Like so what is the his question? A guide recommendation. Guy from Colorado, guide in Melbourne. I'm gonna recommend Josh Hendry. He pretty knowledgeable in our area. He's uh, you can catch him at the local fly shop. Um, but he's also an Alaska boy. Goes up and guides in Alaska, fishes for trout and salmon and um. I feel, just feel like you'd probably have a good time. You'd have a lot to talk about on the skiff, whether it's the Florida economy, not the economy, the ecosystem, what's going on here. Go catch some nice snook, um, some redfish, black drum, or and then talk about you know some of your common cold water adventures. Um, Would it be advantageous, and I'm not sure because I don't frequent, but mm-hmm. um, to send them just to Harry Goods? Yeah, Rich you know can I mean? Rich can put you in the guide because he has like a little. Got, gr- he's got a little. He's group. got a little Rolodex. Yeah, yeah, he's um, got a little group of dudes that he messes with or whatever. Yeah, and if so, if you can't get Josh, there's yeah, walk in and see what's going on. I just think like, I think like with your trout experience and Josh's Alaska experience, it's just too common. Yeah, be a good, have a good, good time. Be a good fit. Yeah. So then, be your recommendation. Um. Quick food recommendation, just that's always a plus. Long doggers. Long doggers is good. Mm-hmm. I ate there the other day. Um, I feel like it's not what it used to be, but it's still very good. Um, for beer, food, uh, Helen Blaze's Brewing in downtown Melbourne is really good. Um, that's my go to spot. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, and then I think we had one other question. They talked to you and they, um, yeah, it was a guide for the Pensacola area 
And I, you know, Pensacola may as well be in California. Yeah, uh, from it, here, it's it's in a different time it's zone. Mm-hmm. Nine hours Smart. away. Yeah, from me. Yeah, so uh, I I don't I, don't I know racked my brain. I searched my Instagram. I couldn't come up with a guide we knew in the area. Yeah, same here. Um. And Mark's not around to ask because I thought maybe he would know, but I googled it. There were some high-rated guides, so I'd say start there. Um, if any listeners know anybody, recommend them. Maybe shoot us a DM and we'll pass it along. But yeah. other than that, like I apologize, dude. We collectively couldn't come up yeah. with anybody mm-hmm. we knew personally. So far, knew I mean, of. yeah, it's so so it's far. Like, it's, yeah, we kicked it around, and we just couldn't come up with anybody that a, we know. It's a weird fishery there too. Like it's it's really small. It's it's so not like like, like he, he even said. I you know I was hoping to do some flats fishing. I don't know. If there's any there's flats. Not the, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the flats game is it's so like Pensacola weird. Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they I know can, there's some. Some beach fishing, shallow up on the beach. beach, and they do, and they and everybody else just goes offshore. And for yeah, the, for the yeah. big money, and the so big boats and it's that. it's kind of a tough bag. So if anybody knows something or hear it of a whisper of somebody to recommend, maybe give us a shout. Mm-hmm. So, all right, um, that's all I've got on my list. So, um, friend and listener of the show reached out. Wanted to get us some flies and some accessories and hand dropped off a wrapped gift at my door today to bring up. So we got a little mail barge. Mail barge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, That's actually another. We're talking about little Christmas gifts and stuff. That would be a really cool thing to do is just buy like, like a half a dozen or a dozen or, you know, whatever, like minimum order, like flies from like the fly tire. Like you know the yeah yeah you've money, got right? I mean you've got Shadowline Fly Company yeah. Let's Flies there's just I mean there's there's you know there's a ton there's of more them than out you there. can count yeah but I think anybody Local. appreciates like it's a little something different yeah you, you go get ten I mean? flies yeah. spend seventy eighty bucks it's a big deal for yeah. your fly tire that's a good Christmas for them and somebody gets a nice right. gift and that yeah and then you're bringing it back to like like the just mega small business like yeah. up and comer dude you know what I mean so that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be neat. And I think it'd be appreciated. It'd be like oh, nice for sure. of new stuff to play with, you know? Yeah. All right. If you would, just start that. Keep her horizontal. Um, looks like we have a festive Christmas package um, with the uh, envelope here. I'm assuming probably has a handwritten note. Mm-hmm. Let's have a Lo look. Lo and behold, look at that. Let's have a look. Somebody understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. All right, my fifty-year-old oh, eyeballs need to be uh, supplemented here with a little bit of correction. Uh, <laughs> to the Taylor part, thank you all for the fantastic podcast. It's a staple for my afternoon commutes and countless evening fly tying sessions. Also, a huge thanks for the shout out in episode sixty-seven. Though my spacecraft's launch is postponed till early twenty twenty-two. That support meant a lot. I don't have any stickers at the moment. So but got a spaceship? It's uh, a space, space welder. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, oh, he got a spaceship. Yeah. Here are a couple of mission patches from my program. Oh, no way. And Meatball NASA decals. Also an additional gift that I hope brings you all success. 
Thanks for being such a great fly fishing, or thanks for being such great fly fishing ambassadors, both on and off the podcast. Merry Christmas. Quentin, uh, also known as Space Welder 84. P.S. Larry, no dumbbell eyes. We're harmed in the making of your extra gift. <laughs> also, that case previously held flight hardware that has flown in space. Cool spurt, space nerd information. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, our first package here on the top. This is like Space Age tape, too. That's what they hold the space ha! station together with. Box is tearing. So here's my space box. Oh, that's space sick. box. So this is actually flown in space. Flight hardware. And look at three beautiful clousers. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Thank you very much, Quentin. That's awesome. That's a cool little box, man. That's and then cool. we have these mission patches, or actually mission... Oh, dude, what check out the... Those? What? We've got the little uh, astronaut. Like little figurines. Yeah, check those out. It's uh, Boeing, you know, how like uh, SpaceX has their own uh, astronaut... Um, yeah. Yeah. Suits or whatever. Yeah. And then this is the uh, Starliner. Um, these are stickers. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty awesome. Got one for Mark. And then everybody else. Sweet. Space nerds, space nerds. We've got the ULA Boeing Atlas V Starliner returning astronauts to space from U.S. soil mission patches. That's sick. Freaking badass. That is badass. And we have NASA issue stickers. These are awesome. Known as the meatball sticker. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, those are kind of cool. You guys can- <laughs> The space greed is high today. Yeah. This <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, see if he can reach yeah. it. I can't get it. It's like... Pass them on around. One for me, one for you. All right. We have another box here. What? Look at Look at this. Whoa. Holy moly. Oh, no geez. way. Bro, spaceship, basically. Whoa! Oh, Holy shit. smokes! That is gorgeous. Well, it's this massive. Damn! Box. It's probably the biggest flybox I've ever seen I'm, in my life. Yeah, that is just insane. Wild, gorgeous flies. That is insane. Yeah, and uh, he's got. I've been watching the his gurgler game is like been Sick. on point. And uh, look at that. Huge box. Bait, Those are bait fish flies. You know what's got just shrimp shrimpy. You know what's so bad about stuff. it is I don't want to take one. I know. I, know. Like, I don't want to mess like, up. I don't want to mess. Kind of want it to be like a display. And I know he's gonna message us and be like, "No, Dude, you you're need supposed to fish, to fish him. him." Yeah, I know. Maybe we'll just like 
put a, like a two month hiatus on it, so we just like look at it. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Hey, dude, well, like absolutely. Where did gorgeous. you get this fly box? This Huge. is amazing. Yeah, that looks homemade. You think? I don't know. Those uh, are the same no. clips that are on my fly box. Yeah, that's badass, dude. Thank you that so much. Seriously, all awesome. of this, all of this stuff. Shit. Like. That's insane. You that's said you had flies. a couple flies for us. Yeah, that's what I was shit. expecting. Not a couple dozen. Unbelievable. That's amazing. Damn, we're going to have to start fishing more, fellas. Yeah, no Holy kidding. Shit. I feel like uh, I'm obligated to fish a whole bunch mm-hmm. more. Um, so uh, make that happen. Um, all right. Well, um, there was something else I was going to bring up before we punch out, but. Uh, Damned if I can't remember now. Um, so is par for the course lately. Mm-hmm. Um, let me check my notes one last time. Man, I cannot keep my eyes off the fly box. Dude, Look at that sucker, gorgeous. man. Holy it, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, the flies are gorgeous. The box is huge. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, it was something I just kind of thought of while we were kicking something else around. So, well, it gone. That's crazy. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, oh, I know what it was. Um, you know, we've kind of touched on it just a little bit, you know, with Ben saying uh, he's going to take the uh, Ford Escape and uh, come down and grab you from uh, Gallenberg. And uh, what that is all about is probably the 26th or the 27th, uh, right after Christmas, I'm going to head up to Tennessee and uh, stay up at the old homestead up there through New Year's. Probably, I think we've got to be back for, you know, the spring semester of school starting I think by the 6th or something like that okay. so we'll be up there through the probably the 4th or the 5th um, so we'll be staying in Bluff City and uh, Ben's coming up for sure Jameson may be up for a day yep. um, Carl I don't know if you know you want to put kind of mad dashing at the you, moment yeah, I yeah understood maybe I can do like a weekend or something yeah I'll last up do like a day yeah chill for like a day and come back. so uh how long a drive is it? It's about 10, 10. hours. Well, that ain't shit. Um, <laughs> so how, how long at 50 miles an hour? <laughs> 15? Yeah. So while we're up there, um, we'll probably do like, you know, like a, a good fire and, you know, hang out and drink some beers. And anybody up in East Tennessee <laughs> that listens to the show, reach out if uh, you're going to be around. Um We'll give you directions to the house, and uh, we'll let you know what evening while we're up there that uh, we'd invite you to come over. And uh, certainly if anybody has a couple of seats available on a drift boat that wants to take a couple of salty old uh, redfish chasers out and let us embarrass ourselves uh, trying to tie 5X or 7X um, mm-hmm. and untangle shit, um, Feel free also to let us know that. But uh, in any event, um, I 
guess uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, it's, for uh, sure. It's right around the corner and a Happy mm-hmm. New Year. And we're going to be kind of checking out and going to holiday mode full time here. And uh, we will catch everybody back on the next podcast that we do. It'll be in 2022. So uh, I guess that's going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up for the uh, episode 73. We are out of here. Shaking like a